You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. On every intro, I say Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. So I wanted to dive in on this episode and talk about the power in professing your power. The power in professing your power. Our words are a peek into what we believe. You can almost bet that when your language begins to slip, that your faith is beginning to slip. And there is power in professing our power over situations that we're in, over ourselves, over our mind, over endeavors that we're going after, jobs we're going after. And it's so important to be cautious of that. It's important to be tuned in to the language that you've been using lately, the language that you always used to use and maybe you don't, because that again is a peek into what you believe. So let's dive into being intentional with our words. We're going to jump into the power punch of the week and then we'll get into it. I didn't cry out, so you didn't answer me. I didn't pray, so you couldn't hear. Wasn't clothed in your strength, so I felt weak. Didn't walk by faith, so I felt fear. The book of Psalms has 150 chapters. Some days can't bring myself to read one. Favorite of those who follow God's counsel and walk only by his way. They don't stand on the path of sinners or talk and mock others all day. But they delight in all the Lord's precepts, meditating on them from day till night. They are like a tree planted by the riverbank, bearing fruit during harvest or plight. Following the light ain't easy. Have to let go of your own ways have to die to self repeatedly, taking up your cross each day. Expectations of the now are nothing. Ain't no point of dwelling on the past. Don't trust the map of your future if it wasn't authored by he whose vision is vast. Take time to mourn what you hope for, but have peace that the Lord knows what's best. Rely on prayer to help strengthen you. Use the labor of the spirit to pass your test. Sometimes all you need is one song to be reminded to be still and know. This is why I hide his word in my heart and carry it everywhere that I go. If I can be real, real with y'all, I've been getting some ideas that intimidate me. And I, when I say intimidate, I'm talking for real. Like, I literally was in the shower, which I get, I use the shower as my prayer time a lot. Not my only prayer time, but I definitely pray in the shower a lot. And I get downloads in the shower as well. I think about things, I get ideas. And so I was in the shower and I got two ideas two days in a row and they are bigger than me they're beyond what I can see they're beyond what I feel qualified to do and being even more transparent I feel like these like I said are God-given 
ideas, their prophetic projects, their freedom forming. And the only thing between where I am and the fully formed execution of these ideas is me. That's it, is me. Where I've been going wrong is asking questions. So I got the download in the shower and then I started asking all these questions. My mom was going a million miles per hour. I've been asking like, why did you choose me? Who else has an idea like this? How will I appear qualified to other people to do what I've been called to do? And all of those questions, while they are normal, are not, that's not it. That's not even where I should be focusing my energy on those type of things. And my feelings are real about it, but they're not the driver. And I have to remind myself of this. My feelings may be my feelings for the moment, but my purpose is the same. My feelings can't be the driver or the determining factor on if I'm going to go for what I'm supposed to go for. It can't be. And I think that once we start to think that our feelings is what is determining how we move, if we step to the left or if we step to the right, that's when we start going down the wrong path. And we don't even notice it because we think we're in tune, but we're in tune with our feelings and not walking in our purpose. It's not the same thing. Your feelings may be your feelings for the moment, but your purpose remains the same. And so my word for 2020 is prepared. And I was not a fan. I think I mentioned this before. I was not a fan once that was revealed to be the word. I prayed over it again. And I'm thinking about the word. I'm like, it got to be preparation. So let me spend some more time on this. I didn't even write it down when I first heard it. Because I was like, why would it be prepared for a year that's coming up? That doesn't even make sense. It should be preparation. Like, okay, 2020 is a year of preparation. It's a year of me getting things together. It's a year of me da-da-da-da. And I could hold it all I wanted to, but the word of the year for me was prepared. And I found out that my word of the year is prepared because if I believe I'm prepared, then I am. If I believe that I'm prepared, then I am. And it's simply a faith thing. And then I have to profess it. So I was trying to profess that I was in a state of preparation. Preparation is my perfectionism showing. It's like, I ain't there yet, but I'm working on it. That's what I'm professing when I say that. Or, well, their stuff is more developed and mine isn't there yet. So working on it. Uh, I mean, maybe they got a certification in XYZ and they've been on this stage before or they've done X thing. They've partnered with X brand or whatever. And so I'm not there yet working on it. That's not perfectionism showing. When if I believe that I'm prepared, then I am. I can start to put things together that maybe other people ain't thought about yet or they have. But I'm going to execute it in my own in my own way. Um, being prepared is, is just a totally different mindset. When you think you're prepared for something, you attack it differently. And I wanted it to be preparation because my faith was only developed to the point where I could believe a revolutionary change would happen to me, but not that I was already on the other side of that change. I wanted it to be preparation because not only was I doubting me, but I was doubting God. 
I believe that he was faithful enough to groom me over the next 365 days to walk into what he had for me, but not faithful enough to think I was already equipped for the call. That's the difference. So I, I have faith. I have faith in the right thing. I have faith in me to be able to do the thing. But there was a misalignment with the timing. And we talked about getting realigned last episode. And so with the time frame, I'm like, I need this whole year to get prepared. Maybe 2021, the word can be prepared. But 2020, that ain't it. I'm in a state of preparation. I'm still baking. Do not take me out the oven just yet. And what the problem with that is, is that you are now aligned with the mission, but you're professing the wrong thing. And it's not even just over your projects or the people that you're supposed to be attached to. You're professing it over yourself. That is the worst then when other people are telling you like, oh, you should do X or, oh, I could really see that happening. Are you starting on you? Like, no, nah, I ain't there yet. No, X, I, Z. It's like, huh? And that's the thing. It's like those people aren't just cheerleaders. Those people are God giving you the go. It's time. Move for it. Go after it. And I wasn't thinking I was equipped for anything, anything that he was calling me to at all. I was thinking I need time to sit. And I had to realize I was tripping. And I had to read um, Matthew 17, 20 in the New Living Translation. And when I read it, it really began to make me think in a bit of a different way, especially recently with thinking about my word of the year, since we're halfway through 2020, um, reading this scripture really helps me to kind of shift my thinking and appropriately attach my faith to the time that God has for me to do what he's called me to do. So Matthew 17, 20 reads, you don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible. Woo! Listen, I had to address that I don't have enough faith. That's the very first thing it says. You don't have enough faith. It ain't that you ain't ready. It's not that people don't need it. It's not that you don't have the resources or the resources won't be presented to you once you start. You have to address that you just don't have enough faith for it. And to spark change, I needed to see what needed to change and what needed to change wasn't the connections. It wasn't me saving up more money for the ideas. Like I just need a Google doc. And for me to start the Google doc to write the stuff down, I needed some faith. So that's the very first thing that we have to think about. Um, And that's the first roadblock to professing our power is not having enough faith. Then it goes on and he says, I tell you the truth. We have to believe that what is spoken over our lives is from our father and that it's the truth. It's the truth. He speaks truth. He is truth. So if he tell you something, that's it. I was watching a sermon this week and It said, faith is acting like God is telling the truth all the time about everything. Faith is acting like God is telling the truth all the time about 
everything. So if God put or Jesus put specifically in this scripture, I tell you the truth. Everything after that, you got to take it as a bond. That's the law. That's word. And we have to act like it. We have to walk in this. And I just believe it, not just say it, but faith is acting. Faith without works is dead, right? So we have to put some things into motion for it to be a true act of faith. So he says, I'll tell you the truth. And then he talks about even if you had faith, even as small as, even as small as, if you believe in the idea enough to write it down. If you believe in what you heard enough to do some research on how to get it done. If you believe in it enough to have an accountability partner like, hey, I need to have X thing completed by X date. Can you check in with me or set a reminder yourself? Put some um, reminders on your calendar. I do that. So that way you're holding yourself accountable. You can put in some checkpoints. So that way, if you haven't worked on it or something came up or you needed a weekend to decompress, you still have these markers in your calendar of what you wanted to complete by a certain time, what you wanted to research, time you wanted to spend in prayer on it, if you wanted to connect with a mentor about it. But simply having even as small as those small things that we think are little aren't. The action after the revelation can be as small as, but for it to be faith, it has to be paired with action. So you don't need a grand thing. You don't have to launch the thing tomorrow. You don't have to tell everybody and their mama what you're doing because the idea is not fully formed. Even as small as with whatever you have in the stage that you're in right now is enough. It goes on later to say, you could say so it says even if um if you have faith even as small as a mustard seed you could say to this mountain professing your power is a choice you could say so you could recognize that you don't have enough faith and start trying to build that up you could recognize that jesus tells the truth and you could build that up and he's letting you know what he's telling the truth about but then he says you could say So it's still a choice. We can't be forced to believe, do, or say anything. Jesus confirms that he's telling the truth and outlines how much faith we need, even as small as, but the language comes out of our mouths. We activate what moves. We activate if the mustard seed begins to get watered is weeded out from all the other stuff that's around it if it can grow up into something glorious that other people can feed off the fruit of we could say or we could not say but you gotta say something so at the end it says move um say move from here to there When you tap into your language, you'll begin to say things that haven't happened yet as though they have. Move from here to there. Using your language has the power to move you from here to there. But you got to speak it. So these ideas, I was like, hoo-cha, this is is a lot. 
and I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if people are going to rock with it. I don't know how I'm going to get this done. Well, I need a team. I ain't nobody going to want to partner with me to do this. I was saying and thinking all these things. I started researching stuff that wasn't for how I could get it done. I'm trying to see if other people already did it. So that way I could prove that I didn't need to do it. All of this stuff that had nothing to do with the call. I could have said, we going to move from where I'm at right now with one project, which is the podcast, to moving to this new stage where I'm going to be able to balance two projects at once, where I'm going to be able to speak confidently about what I'm doing to people so they will want to partner with me, where I'm going to be able to have a deeper impact with the community that I'm fostering with Power and Pros, where I'm going to be able to untap and unlock a new piece of myself because of the work that I'm doing on the inside, and that's going to flow outwardly for other people. That's what I could say, or I could say there's no need. Why me? And how? There's a choice. Professing our power is a choice. And we got to decide to pick it up. So he says, um, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it would move. It would. That's a yielding that's unlocked by you. We could say, so we have the power to say, What's going to happen? Move from here to there and it would move. It's going to happen. So if I say these projects going to pop off, okay, if I'm talking about this, some prophetic projects, they are freedom um, fields. That's a thing. I didn't said it now, so it's got to happen. You know what I mean? And it might be some, not even might be, there are going to be cuts and bruises and stumbles along the way. But then we get to the very last sentence of this scripture. Nothing would be impossible. Nothing. Not the plans I'm currently intimidated by. Not the thing that you're supposed to move on and haven't yet. Nothing. Nothing would be impossible. But that's the final piece. All those things beforehand is what we have to recognize and tend to before we're limitless. Before we're limitless. So we have to, one, address that we don't have enough faith. We can't just sit in that moment of intimidate. We can't sit in that moment of feeling less than. We can't sit in that moment of saying, ain't nobody going to rock with me. To spark change, we need to see what needs to be changed. And that is our faith level. Then we have to recognize, too, that Jesus tells us the truth. He don't lie. That's not what he does. So if he tells us something, if he deposits an idea, if he professes an action over you, that's the truth. That's what it's supposed to be. You can go to him about it in prayer and fasting and whatever else. But he didn't already told you the T, the truth. He said it. He's laid it down. And what you need to partner with him to make it happen is even as small as a mustard seed. He just wants to know that you're in it with him. That you're willing to go for it. That you're not going to punk out. Even saying, hey, I hear you, but I'm scared. That's the even a small last piece. And it's enough. Professing your power is a choice. So what you can say is important because there's an array of options on what you could say. Choose your words wisely. Profess it. 
profess what you want to see. The language has to come out of your mouth for it to actualize. Move from here to there. Where are you at? Where is the here right now? And where is the there? What's that idea? What's the thing? What's the project? What's the connection that you are told that you need to make? The person, the DM that you're supposed to send. What is it? And say it. Just simply say it. And that'll begin the thing. It would move. And that's how we get to the nothing's impossible. Things are moving as we say them. Because we're walking in the truth that was already professed over our lives. And that activates your faith even more. So these other moments when you don't have enough faith. Those other moments where... You need a bit of a push. You'll have this moment that you surpass, this mountain that you got to move that will begin to activate your faith in another season. Once I read the scripture under this context, I had to switch my language. I began to write in my notebook how I am prepared. I wrote so many um, different sentences that started off with, I am prepared to X. I am prepared to X. And it started off with me saying, okay, I'm prepared to open a Google Doc. I got internet access, child, I got a Gmail. So I am prepared to write down my idea. Then it went to stuff that I can't physically see. Like I can see my Gmail, I can see the Google Doc. So it's easier for me to say I was prepared for that, right? But when it came to other pieces of the idea that is going to need to be done for it to be executed and executed well I can't see those things yet because I haven't done it but I still wrote it down and I had to say it you gotta say it that's how you get the mountain to move you gotta speak to the mountain you have to speak from a place of enough faith remember that's what Jesus called out that we don't have enough of and it can be as small as you just need a little bit and activate it with your language sometimes we're looking to have special qualifications when the quality that really sets us apart is that we believe Jesus that's it that we believe what he says that we believe what he told us that's the special quality the people that you'd be looking at, the people that I was Googling trying to see if they did my idea, they I don't even know if they have a relationship with Jesus. I don't know if that was a direct download for them or if they just moving on a whim. I have no idea. And it's frankly none of my business for me to find out. What I do know is what I got. What I do know is what I could say. What I do know is that nothing can be impossible for me. That when I speak, the mountain would move. And that I need faith even as small as a mustard seed to kick it all off. So the power tool is to use your tongue. What power can you profess right now over your situation or task at hand that you could say? What could you say? And say it. Go for it. Do the thing. Say something. You could say an array of things, but you need to say that you're going to move from here to there. You got to speak from a place of faith, from a place of power, and you don't need much. 
even as small as what you got listening to this show right now is enough. One thing that I've also realized is that sometimes seeing our mustard seed faith into crazy blessing moments is what helps us in moments we don't have enough faith again. Because you never really arrive where you always have enough faith for everything that you're going to attack, right? And so I have a confirmation journal. And in this journal, I only write moments that my faith was as small as a mustard seed, but I decided to profess and the mountain moved. That's the only thing in this journal. And this could be when you're believing for a job and you got it. When you wanted to get accepted into a program and you have faith as small as completing the application. You didn't really think you was going to get it, but you completed the app anyway and you got in. Write down those moments and look back on them. In moments you need to fan the flames of your faith, look back on them. It really, really makes you, one, go to God in a place of thankfulness for what he's already done, for the ways that he's moving in your life, the ways that he's moving for those around you. I've written down times when I've stood in the gap and prayed for somebody else and they got something, but that still has to be a faith thing for me. So I write all those things down and sometimes it's late. Sometimes I don't feel like it, but I do it anyway, because then there's times when Jesus is like, you don't have enough faith. And I'm like, you're right. And I have to go back to the times when it was confirmed when my faith. It was like, yeah, this wasn't in vain. You didn't believe in me for no reason. I tell the truth. That's what it is. It's, it's Jesus's truth that's shown up for you in your life personally. Examples that you can look back on. Not David and them, not Peter, not Paul. This is you. Where he showed up for you. And you want those moments documented so that you can come back and that will unlock your tongue every time. You're like, you know what? Nothing's impossible. That's right. I said to this mountain, it will move and it moved. It got out of town. Okay. So I'm going to do that again. And we're going to partner together again. And it used to begin to create a cycle. And then you can also use those moments as your testimony. When you're talking to other people, when you're trying to activate your friend's faith because she's doing something and she's low on faith right now or she don't believe in herself, you can do that same thing with her. Like, remember that one time when I think XYZ and you can have these things as a resource and a tool to talk about. We are forgetful people. We forget stuff all the time. You would think we remember all the miracles and blessings that have popped off for us. Us, but we just don't. We don't we don't always do that. And so this is a beautiful way to recollect and recall those things when they happen. So I hope that this has been a blessing unto y'all for real, for real, for real. Like I'm telling you, I'm gonna think about my word of the year all year since I got it in December 2019 up until now. And I haven't been wallowing as much in the facts of why it's not preparation because like, okay well you confirmed that it was prepared so I get it that that's the word but I didn't understand why it really was not until this week when it really hit me like I was in my time and it hit me and I think that that really really sparked this episode because that word of something not being complete preparation that's not complete that's in state of we're prepared that's a completed action i 
didn't see myself as complete. I didn't see myself as ready to go as is. And we have to do that. That's that even as small as that, that where you at right now, we can go off of that. We can do something with that. We can inspire people with that. We can walk in purpose with that. You can unlock things that you never even fathom was possible with that. And when that was revealed to me for my own word of the year, my own ideas that I've been getting lately, my own process, I was like, I have to share this with y'all. So I really, really hope that this has blessed y'all in a way that I didn't even know was a thing. Because of course, I don't know every individual situation of you guys, but I'm just thankful for the revelation because the rest of this year got to look a little bit different for me now, now that I have a newfound respect for the word that I have for this year, how it's coming to be for me and what I'm called to do. And so I hope that that does the same for you guys. So I appreciate all of you guys for listening and tuning in again to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. Be sure to rate and review the show if you are liking what you hear, if it's a blessing unto you and share this episode with somebody. If you know somebody is going through something, they need a little a little bit of a boost or encouragement. Please, please, please share this episode with them. You can also be sure to follow me on Instagram at Zest of Death or Power and Pros podcast to keep up with the latest and i'm always open to you sharing your work how this was helpful or just chatting so you can send me an email at powerandpros at gmail.com again i hope this has been a blessing i am here and rooting for you guys always remember to profess your power and there's power in prose till next time